The Buckeye Raw Extra Podcast is proudly presented by CF Bank, the boutique bank. Trusted for over 125 years with commercial financing, residential lending, personal banking, and more. Visit us online at www.cf.bank. NMLS 409132, all loan subjects credit approval. Terms, fees, and conditions may apply. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. So it's kind of that that give and take in... You know, some guys like to be up in the box and see the whole picture. Some guys really like to be down on the field. Um, and when you're down on the field, you also get a feel for the players to look in their eye, those type of things. So, um, you know, I think, you know, for our defense, you know, there's, um, there's a lot of guys involved still. I mean, it's not like, you know, Matt's just doing it on his own. Larry has a big part of it. Carrie's still involved and, and everybody involved, Al Washington. So, you know, they come up with the game plan. And once the game plan's set, then, then you go about calling it. But, um, you know, I think that we're, you know, we're heading the right direction in terms of game day operations. Is there a problem with the field turf at Ohio State? It seems like a lot of guys are slipping. And is there anything that can be done about that midseason? I mean, we looked at our um, our cleats to to make sure that um, you know we have the right footwear. You know, Kevin's Kevin Reese is looking into that, and um, you know we have had some some guys go down. So you know, we're looking at those things to see if we have the right um, you know footwear in the game. Uh, second row, uh, right. Uh, Ryan, with the, with the way Trevion ran um, last Saturday, did you foresee going forward him starting at that spot and, and getting kind of a similar workload? Or, well, I think is you know he certainly um, is going to have a, a bigger role now. Whether it's a starter or not, we'll kind of take it week to week. But um, he deserves an opportunity to play a lot because you know you can see his big playability. But um, you know, mine started in the first game and. And then, um, you know, and Trey certainly, you know, flashed in this game. So um, we'll see. He's still young. Mayan's still young. Master's still, um, you know, practicing hard. So, um, you know, we'll we'll kind of figure it out as the week goes on. Obviously, that was a really high-popping stat-wide performance and some of the explosive runs. When you look back on, on the film, where can he grow? Where, where, what do you like? Where can he grow? Um, he's got a lot to grow. He's got a lot to uh, improve on. I mean, you can see his ability level, but... There's a lot of things just in terms of executing, um, you know, uh, in protection, executing, you know, his reads and his vision and sometimes, you know, uh, making sure that he's running through contact and finishing runs. But there was a lot of good things on there. Uh, but he's very, very young. He didn't play last year at all, even in high school. So the last time he played was his junior year in high school. So to come out and, and flash like that has been um, has been exciting. But at the same time, you know, he's still building, still growing and still has a long way to go. Yeah, Ryan, do you feel any pressure this week to get those backup quarterbacks in there for some playing time, knowing that this is the last non-conference game? No, I don't feel pressure. I think that um, you know we'll we'll look to see if we can we can possibly get that done this week, though. Um, if if it works out, you know, again, a lot of it has to do with the, the week of preparation. You know, it it really is week to week, and so you know we start that preparation on Sunday after we get off the field. Uh, we wipe wipe the uh, the previous week clean, then we go from there. So. Uh, it's all about how these guys prepare and how they practice. But, um, you know, if, if the opportunity presents itself, then, then we'd like to do that this week. And you have a lot of guys on this team that really didn't play much last year because you didn't have those non-conference games. How much do you think that's maybe impacting, you know, the way this team's playing right now and maybe not being quite as sharp as you'd like to be? Well, uh, first off, um, you know, there, there's no excuses. I mean, we're um, you know, we have to uh, play at a high level and we have to execute in all three phases and play clean games and play hard, and do all those things. Um, but, but I think if, you know, you're looking at our team, 
you're looking at a team where you know coming off of last year, you know, a lot of experience walked out of the building, and typically those guys who would be stepping into the roles that they're stepping into uh, would have had a bunch of reps under their belt. You know, the linebackers really those four linebackers to left they all played almost every snap last year. Justin Fields played every snap last year. Um, you know, a lot of those guys got a bunch of those reps last year, and those guys who are stepping into those roles didn't. And some of those guys didn't play their senior year of high school. Some of those guys are year two, three in the program, but they're still inexperienced. And, you know, if you had, you know, Josh Myers and Wyatt Davis and Justin Fields and Tuff Borland and Pete Warner and those guys coming back into this year, it would probably be a little different, but they're gone. And because there was a gap there, you know, we, we, we've got to fill that gap. We've got to catch up. And, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. And, um, you know, we've got to do a great job as coaches to make sure that we're on our game to help close that gap faster. And, you know, guys, the more snaps that guys get under their belt, the more experience they get, the more confidence they're going to get in what they're doing. So um, I think that's something that's there. It's real. We have to uh, recognize it and make sure that we're addressing it. Yeah, uh, Ryan, as you looked at the basically going to that two-safety look quite a bit on Saturday and stuff, uh, what did you see about that that you liked? And then number two, uh, Ronnie Hickman seems to be coming on. I mean, I don't know what your take is on that, but him specifically uh, seems to have some spark to that defense, along with Cam Martinez in those man situations and stuff. But just what's your take on those things? Well, it's exciting to start to hear those names. Like going in, it's like you know who really was who was the guys that we we're going to count on, and you know you're starting to see Ronnie make plays. You're starting to see him with multiple uh, games where he has ten or more tackles. You know, you see Cam uh, get a PBU. Uh, you see Denzel get an interception, got turned, um, you know, turned over, but but it was a really good play. And then and then Cam Martinez with the interception. You see a couple guys make, you know, you saw Tyleek with the sack. You saw some guys making some plays, and I think that's going to go a long way as they head into the the meat of the schedule because now they they know that they can do it and they've done it because everything they're doing is for the first time. So I think that uh, that that part's exciting. Um, I think that we did change up the looks a little bit, and uh, we'll continue to build on that and figure out. You know, which of those plays put our guys in the best position to be successful? Because that's our job as coaches, to put your players in the best position to be successful. And if we're not doing that, then we need to get it fixed and get it changed. So I thought we did a little bit better job of that. we got to continue on it. You see, Bryce and Shaw seem to be more comfortable. I mean, seem to be more in the mix. I mean, am I reading that wrong? No, I think, again, you know, how much has he really played going into the season? Now he's starting to get his feet wet. He's starting to get some some experienced reps under his belt. And then you can draw upon those type of things. And I think one thing that we just all have to recognize is that you don't just walk out with an Ohio State uniform and think you're just going to go win. It doesn't work that way. It's really hard. And you know we have to continue to prepare at a high level so that we can compete at a high level. And that's just the facts. And I think the more that our guys are getting those reps and preparing at a high level, the better we're going to compete. Uh, second row left, Steven needs Cleveland.com. Right, just for the uh, uh, CJ, obviously, he hadn't thrown a pass before he got into the season, but neither of those other guys. Would it be worth in a game like this, maybe in the first half, to get a guy like Kyle or Jack out there for a series to go into that game with the purpose of maybe at the first series or the second quarter, I'm playing this quarterback, it's not going to be CJ? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know about all that. We'll we'll, we'll take a look at the week and see if, if, if there's a, a situation that presents itself that – we may want to do something. Um, you know, we get some guys some reps because, like we're talking here, it's important. But uh, I, I don't like the idea of just arbitrarily putting somebody in there in that spot. You know, I think, um, you know, what CJ's done so far, he's had some reps that, 
um, you know, he wants back, but he's also had some really good reps as well. And I think when you look at, you know, his numbers, you know, compared to some of the younger quarterbacks we've had, and he and he's young. I mean, he's like playing a true freshman. Um, you know, there's going to be growing pains along the way, and you know, he's just got to learn from those and continue to grow. Um, and and those younger those other quarterbacks have to keep coming, and and if they keep practicing well, then they'll get an opportunity. Uh, with CJ, uh, him talking about being sore after the game, just how do you sort of manage that during a week? And while also getting him the reps and stuff that he needs to keep developing. That's a challenge for sure, um, is making sure that he gets the reps and gets the timing with the receivers that he needs, um, but then also, um, you know, rests him, you know, his shoulder and, and making sure that he's where he needs to be. Um, so there, there's something there for sure that we have to continue to work through. Um, and it's something that we're talking about a lot and trying to figure out. From your perspective, why has there been such a lack of pressure, seeming lack of pressure? from the defensive front, is that just guys not winning one-on-one things? Is it um, schematic things that aren't coming together? What are you saying? I think a little bit of both, um, but but I agree with you. It, it needs to improve. Um, you know, when you play with a four-down front, you know, you want to see disruption in the backfield. And um, so we're going to continually work on that and, and try to find ways to put them in the best position to be successful. But, um, I, I, you know, pressure does help. But like you said, there are some one-on-one situations that we just got to do a better job executing. And, and it's twofold. You know, I think when the secondary is covering and making the quarterback hold on to that ball a little bit more, then that allows those guys to get home. Uh, I think we did cover pretty decent the other day. And um, so that's something that we'll spend a lot of time on this week and trying to get that fixed. Uh, second row middle. Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus dispatch. Yeah. Ryan, what is Kerry Cobb's role right now? Because you think if he went up to the booths and that would give him that – bigger view to be able to call the plays. It just seems kind of, you know, what is his role and, and how has he taken what is perceived to be a demotion? Oh, well, he's, he's, he's a professional. I mean, he's, a, he's an Ohio guy. He has a lot of pride. He's a tremendous coach and has an unbelievable record in terms of being a head coach, um, you know, when he was in high school and then certainly when he came here, um, you know, and the guys he's developed and what he's done and been part of national championships and and, uh, and, he, and he's proud. He's a proud Buckeye. And so uh, he's done an unbelievable job in the last week of, you know, just pushing forward. And I got a lot of respect for him. And he loves this place and wants to win. And he's working hard. He's still a big part of the defense and uh, still has a lot to do with it. And, you know, still sees, you know, everything through the eyes of the coordinator. Uh, we've, we've readjusted some roles, but, um, you know, he's done, you know, an unbelievable job of being a pro and working through it. And you know the talent level on this team. You also know the inexperience on this team. Is this team where you thought it would be after three games? Are you disappointed? Are you pleased? Where do you, you know, I didn't have many expectations because there were so many unknowns going into the season. There were so many guys that had, and we talked about this in the spring. We talked about this in the preseason. Uh, and, and now here we are uh, of just guys that hadn't played. And, you know, you do the best you can in practice to prepare them. But until they're actually in a game, um, you just don't know. And so I, I didn't know what this, this year would bring. And here we are in a whole new journey. This is, this is kind of, um, you know, brand new for us for having such a young and experienced team and, and working through this, this journey to the end of the season. It's still early on. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we're going to be steadfast in, in um, you know, getting the experience that we need, but then also forging an identity as a team. You know, what identity do we want to have as a team in this, this group right here? And so, um, you know, I, ne- I didn't know what this would be. I didn't have expectations. Um, I'm hopeful that we can keep working. And as we look back here in a, a few weeks, we can see a lot of growth, that we did a really good job of coaching and 
building guys up and teaching and stuck together when, you know, it wasn't these, these first few weeks haven't been ideal, you know, and, but that's life too. Ryan, I know um, any defense has stress points and offenses find them, but when the way you guys play zone where you kind of just drop and play off the quarterback, how much does the lack of pressure kind of exacerbate maybe some of the struggles you guys have playing zone coverage? Yeah, I, I think it goes hand in hand. You know, there's times where we're playing zone, there's times where we're playing man, and, you know, when, when the, the pass rush doesn't marry up with the coverage, then, yeah, I mean, it's, that's a problem. So there are times where, you know, we're – we're giving a little bit of ground right there, and there's going to be some underneath completions where the ball gets out of the quarterback's hands. At that point, we need to rally and be great tacklers and, and force them to work the, way, work the ball all the way down the field and avoid um, you know, big plays and explosive plays. It's one of the important parts of, of our defense. But then you know, if we're going to do that, we also have to play man and challenge at times and then force that, that quarterback to hold the ball. But to your point, all, all those things only work if we're getting a pass rush with a four-man rush. And um, so, again, you know, Evaluating all that is is on the table. The, the guys you have kind of playing on the back end, you're talking a lot about their their relative inexperience. Just like, how long does it take for a player to kind of get comfortable with the spatial awareness and you know just playing in those in those zone areas when you haven't done it a ton? Right. I mean, everybody's different. I think that um, you know the real good ones they don't need a whole bunch of reps, but um, some guys need more reps, and uh, that's part of it. You know, and the more you can get mental reps and learn. Um, from watching film, from going through the plays and visualizing them in your head. You know, we talk all the time about playing the game in your mind. If you've already played the game in your mind, you give yourself an advantage. If you don't, and every time you walk out there, the only time that, you know, you're actually getting that rep is when you're physically doing it, then then you're not going to be as good as the next guy and you're not going to improve faster. So uh, that's something that we talk about a ton is being able to get mental reps, visualizing, playing the game, watching film, because that's, that's what – playing at the highest level of college football is all about. And, and that can close the gap fast as well. So um, as much you know, work as we put in physically during the week, we got to put in that, that same amount mentally so that we can learn and can catch up on those reps. Hey, Ryan, you touched on it earlier, but uh, with Travion and Master and the running back depth, how nice is it to have a list of guys who can carry the ball for you to have that depth at the running back? Yeah, I mean, I, I think – you know, especially as we get into the, the meat of the season, having depth at that position is critical, especially with, you know, the balance that we're striving for is that we got to be able to run the ball and throw the ball. Uh, we haven't quite found that balance yet. Um, you, you've seen flashes of it, but uh, we just need to learn to execute at a high level across the board. And um, But, you know, having those guys and having some depth at that position um, gives us some strength moving forward for sure. On the other side of the ball, Cam Martinez, for him to de- develop from being a quarterback in high school to now having a pick six and up in a Buckeye game, how huge is that? How have you seen him maybe take that in stride? Yeah, no, I, this is a guy that, um, like you said, he was, a, he was a quarterback in high school. Um, and, you know, he wasn't sure about making that move. We, we considered him actually a wide receiver when he first came in and had to go back and forth. Um, but we felt like uh, his skill set was really special and that um, he could be a really high-end DB, but that there was going to be some transition there because he hadn't played the position before. And uh, this is an example of somebody who's really done a really good job with the amount of reps he's had in practice. And then also, like we just talked about, visualizing things, getting mental reps so that he was at competitive excellence when he was called on. And uh, now this is just a start. You know, he made a play or two, and that was good. But, uh, but now the consistency moving forward is going to be critical.
Ryan, I don't mean to belabor the point, and I know that there are only not much you'll say about any injuries, but CJ has said he's in pain. He looks like he's in pain. Is it? Would there be any possible benefit, benefit with what you know to him not playing this week? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we, we can talk about that as the week goes on, but uh, his plan is to practice right now. I guess you were asked earlier by Dan about the pressure of trying to sort this through with the other guys, and you, you said all along you thought all three of them would need to play to get through the season. Have, how much thought is there to, as you see, you don't really want to designate a drive at this point, but just this would be the game, right, if we're being honest? Sure. To get them out there. Yeah, and, and if it works out, we'll do it, like you know, like, like I said. But, um, you know, CJ gets in there. You know, we also want to get him to find a rhythm as well and to kind of get that the execution of the offense. I mean, that's the number one goal is to is to make sure that we're executing a high level and finding that rhythm. You know, I, I don't think we found that quite yet. And, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to get that done here this week and, and some things that we're trying to address in practice, uh, how we're teaching, you know, all the, looking at all those things. But at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to find. Um, and, again, if, if something presents itself or we can get other guys in the game, we certainly want to do that. When, you, when you've looked at that and you said he's had some really good reps and we've seen that he's played through pain and been willing to do that and stuff, when the when the not so good reps are coming or the dealing with inaccuracy, do you think that's tied to the shoulder or the inexperience that maybe you're talking about? Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can quite identify those type of things, but um, sometimes timing and practice and, and that leads to to that um, you know things like that. But um, you know, when, when you get more reps under your belt, and you feel more comfortable, and then you you know you rep it better in practice. You know, all those things add up. So. Um, you know, all the things that we're working through with a young quarterback. And, um, you know, I, again, I, I think that there's a lot of great football ahead for C.J. Stroud. I, I just do. I, when you look at kind of the situation he's been put into and, and um, you know, some of the throws he's made, um, you can see he can do it. Now we just got to keep growing on it. Coach, just building on the, the C.J. question there, I mean, you've spoken highly of him. His teammates have spoken highly of him. He obviously works hard and has the respect in the room. But some of the things that we can't evaluate on a box score, his ability to process plays when things are getting fast, how would you assess the way he's grown from that perspective? Um, I, I think it's been very good. You know, I think he's very intelligent, and he can take a meeting to the field. Uh, he, he knows what he sees when he gets off the field. I mean, certainly, he'll come off at times and <laughs> know that he made a mistake and um, you know, understands it afterwards. And, and maybe we need to do a better job of giving him a different picture during that week or could have done a better job of preparing that week and just um, whatever that is because, you know, you have split seconds to make these decisions. And um, and, and so that's, you know, where you learn from, you know, and you got to kind of uh, grin and bear it. And hopefully, again, what you're investing in, you're going to get back in the back end. I know you were asked early on about the playing surface. If you can't change the playing surface during the year, assuming that – you know, it would need to be changed. You can control the cleats. I know you mentioned cleats. Can you give us a little bit more detail on specifically what goes into the process of choosing cleats for games, whether it's for linemen or for backs, uh, to make sure that you at least have that? You know, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, they have different styles. They have the linemen. They have the kind of the mids, and then they have the speed. And so then the guys can choose from that, and they have the, the molded ones or then the kind of the old screw-ins, so the different styles that way. And, and then based on the surface, you know, um, you know, the guys decide which is best for them. Ryan, when you've got young players who step up like Travion, Tyleek, and Denzel, Cam, 
How much do you then watch, we all look at the, the young guys and we see that, how much do you watch the veterans respond to them throughout the week in practice? Then? Yeah, no, I mean, being a, being a good teammate is something that is very important. Um, and, and being a Buckeye and, and being proud to be part of the team is, is so important. And whether it's an older guy or a younger guy making plays, uh, the better teammate you are really does matter. And so, uh, you know, we've been talking about that a lot. You know, you come to Ohio State uh, sometimes because, you know, of your goals personally that you have. But then once you're here, you're part of the brotherhood. You're part of Buckeye Nation. You're part of what is bigger than just you. And that's why you play so hard is for the guy next to you. And that's the message. And, and obviously, yeah, we look at that big time. If you see a response that you don't like, do you right away or do you see how long it goes? Um, I mean, if, yeah, if there's certainly if there's something we don't like, then there's a conversation that's had, yeah. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I mean, guys, you know, they're, they're pulling for their teammates. Um, you know, there's a lot of pressure on these guys. I know that they have uh, parents and they have family and they have media and they have different people who have certain expectations. And, um, you know, if maybe they're not meeting some of those expectations, boy, it, it's hard for them. And there's a lot of, a lot of things that come coming at them right now. Um, certainly with name, image, and likeness, with the one-time transfer, there's just a lot going on and what you, you could call a lot of noise. And so, you know, they have to filter that out. And that's where, you know, when they're in this building, we kind of call it the sanctuary, you know, it's, it's safe from all that stuff that's outside and that we're, we're all in this thing together. And that's why you play so hard. That's the idea. Ryan, you've said when things go wrong, you look at coaching, scheme, personnel. I think we saw a little bit of all three of those things with changes you made, but has any one thing stood out these last two games when you looked at the game? Yeah, if, if it was one thing in one area, yeah, I would say yes. I, I think it's a little bit of all three. is it, finding the right guys in the right spots, uh, which I think we made some good progress on. Uh, I think uh, the scheme uh, has uh, been good at times, but I also think it could be better. And then the same thing with the coaching. You know, I think that there's times where we can do a better job coaching it, for sure. Um, and so we got to tighten up in all those areas. You mentioned identity and still looking for that. At this point in the season, is it disappointing that you haven't found that identity yet? Or with as many guys as you're playing and young guys, is that kind of expected you know, a fourth of a way through a season? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's um, disappointing. It's just it's, it's what it is. And um, the more we get out there, and like we said, the more – guys who start to fit into those roles and the more we start to get a personality i think the more we're going to feel that um i think i have a really good idea of what it's going to be you know i don't think we're that far off sometimes it feels like we're we're really far away when we're not um and so we'll just keep pushing forward but we also can't be fake we can't we can't it can't be like um you know fake confidence it's going to be real confidence because you know we're going to get into conference play here really soon and um you know it's going to get real You talked about uh, just because you wear an Ohio State uniform doesn't mean you can roll it out there. This might be the kind of game, I don't know, that you could roll it out there. How do you make sure people play to the standard and that they get value out of this game going into the conference? Well, I think it's it's just exactly what you said. I mean, I don't really ever think that, you know, it's about anybody who we're playing. It's always been about us. You know, I don't think maybe then once, you know, we're – we, we were just beaten. Uh, you know, every, every time we've lost a game around here, I've always felt like it's been us. So it's, it's always a standard about who we are, and it's been about us. And being the best version of yourself. You know, our culture is built on one term. I'm going to talk to the team about that today. It's, it's fight. Fight to become the best version of yourself. And we, we, this week, that has to be the focus. Nothing else. Simply be the best version of you. 
the best version of, of this team that, that uh, we can be. And if we do that, then, then we just we take a, the next step forward. Um, how do we do that? And it's, it, it's a fight. It's not easy. You got to prepare at the high, highest level you can possibly, you know, prepare at and then go put it on the field again. Because that, again, that's the test. You know, how well did you prepare during the week? Depends on how you play on Saturday. Coach, you mentioned the pressure these guys feel. No, no one has it more than the quarterback at Ohio State. Everyone in the state knows who he is. They talk about him. How do you feel he is handling that? And, you know, the great ones for whatever, you know, they, they have it. Do yeah. you see that in CJ? I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a work in progress. I, I think that there's, like you said, a lot of expectations and big shoes to fill. And I think in certain ways he's done that. In other ways he's still trying to figure that out. I mean, that's, that's just real. I think he, you know. He would tell you that as well, but um, you know that's that's part of this position. And we knew when we wanted to go down the road of having young quarterbacks in this program that it would it would be like this. But if you can get through this part of it, if you can get through the growing pains, if you can get through understanding the expectations of walking into the shoe and playing in front of millions, then you got something for a long time. Am as far as pressing because that's the last thing you want. Because for the quarterback, especially on game day, and you can try to simulate it all in practice, but you got to make good decisions. Yeah, I mean that's, but that's playing quarterback. I mean the, the guys who come here, you know, whether it's CJ or Kyle or Jack, you know, all the guys that have come before Quinns, you know, they came here because they they want to be the quarterback at Ohio State, that they want to go on to have a possibly a career in the NFL. Well, if you want to go play at that level, this is part of the deal, and. Doesn't make it easy, but it's something that you have to embrace and you have to understand and have a plan for it when it goes good and have a plan for it when it goes bad because it can be equally as bad when things go well. You start reading your press clippings. Something that doesn't go well, you know, you start to hear some of the criticism. So it uh, goes with the position and uh, it's just something you have to learn and, and um, it's hard to prepare for, though. Just a couple more. Far left, uh, uh, sorry, I don't know your name, but I think it's Buckeye Sports Bulletin. Yeah, Coach, I know that you've made a couple comments now about the turf and about how you guys are looking into changing your cleats. Um, I also know that in 2007 that when the field turf was installed, they said that it would be at its peak performance for 10 to 12 years. Now in 2021, what are your thoughts on the turf? You know, up until um, you know just recently, I hadn't really given it much thought, you know, and I'm going to just trust, trust the experts on this thing. And, and um, you know, it's hard for me to tell. Um, and I'm just going to kind of refer to them and, and listen to them. You know, so many other things on our plate right now that I'm trying to figure out. But, but certainly, it's it's something we're looking at. Were there any conversations that you were having with the athletic department about getting new turf in place? Maybe before COVID, was that something that was a casualty or a cut from the cost? Uh, no, we, we I had never had any conversations about that leading up to it. No. indoor turf uh, next year but and the typical lifespan of this turf uh, is, is is eight years so we're, we're in, in year eight we're going to close out our questioning today with uh, fourth row middle Doug Maurice, Cleveland.com. Ryan I'm, I'm trying to think I think the last time we got an update on Quinn Ewers was at the end of camp and he was sitting out a couple days for physical rest just how's he progressing is he running a scout team? What's he doing in practice? How's he coming with the playbook and his adjustment to college? Yeah, it's it's it's. Um, I think he would tell you that it's it's been hard for him. Um, 
you know, kind of jumping into this thing during the preseason and, uh, and then being out for a little bit of a stretch. And so, um, you know, we're trying to get him, you know, as much information as we can, but, um, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of catching up to be done there and he's trying, uh, he's, he's working at it. Um, but once we get in the season, it's very, very difficult to get guys to catch up and get them the reps because, um, you know, we need to get the guys reps. We're going to play in the game. Does he, does he get, does he, does he throw a practice? Does he get to do Yeah, that? yeah, he does. And, and he'll get a few reps and he'll get some, some reps today. Um, but, but, you know, I, I can't sit here and tell you he gets enough reps to, um, to be able to prepare to play in a game right now. Just, it's, it's really impossible once you're into the season to, to give, you know, somebody reps and these guys, these quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks, they need as many reps as they can just to get ready to play in the game. And so, um, when we try to figure out ways to get them a few things uh, after practice and get some work there and certainly individual. So I'll try to ask this as succinctly as I can, trying to wrap up all the quarterback questions you've got. You have a talented young quarterback who's starting for the first time who won a competition through April and August. He's dealing with the shoulder thing. It's certainly affecting him, but you're trying to have him play through it. You admitted there's growing pains. You'd like to get to the other side of growing pains. But you also have two other young, talented quarterbacks who haven't really ever gotten a rep. What is it like trying to balance on that? Because, you know, personally, I think it'd be great to see just Kyle and Jack and what they would do out there, given a chance. But you also understand, hey, every game rep is really valuable for CJ. Right. And is there any part of it that if you gave a backup any extended look, would you fear that that would, some, would shake any of CJ's confidence if you looked at the backup? No, just, no. That whole picture. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I think you summed up just the whole situation really well. And... Again, you know, this week we'll take a look at the, the circumstances and see if it makes sense to have some other guys take some reps. Um, to your point, I'd love to get some of those guys in there and see what they can do. Uh, hasn't really come up yet, and, and I don't think we're there. But, um, again, you know, this, this week and we'll look at CJ, see how he's feeling, see how practice goes, and, and then, you know, we'll, we'll see based on the game and how things, you know, how the opportunities arise. If, if we get those guys in there, that would be great because, like you said, it would be great to see those guys. They've been practicing, but they really haven't got a lot of reps. It feels like it can be extra complicated because you have multiple good young quarterbacks, but it also seems like you've sort of said, I like having multiple good young quarterbacks. Is this is this just the reality of that, and you're happy to deal with that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, someone said, boy, you know, that, that we have a really hard, uh, you know, problem because we have so many great young quarterbacks, you know, and, well, we have to find, you know, a, the quarterbacks who can play and you know, one thing that, that wouldn't be good is if we didn't have any quarterbacks. And, and uh, that's that's a problem. You know, having good young quarterbacks is is not a problem. But uh, finding, um, you know, the, the the amount of reps to give those guys in game, that that is a challenge. And uh, certainly those guys understand it. But the better they practice, the more opportunities they're going to have. And that's, you know, you guys don't get a chance to see practice. Um, I think that I know you guys don't want to see all those guys play. But, you know, we see practice and, and we see what happens. And CJ's practiced very, very well, and he's played well at times as well. Um, you know, if those guys want to play, they have to practice well. They have to prepare every day because they have to gain the confidence of the guys that are in that offense, and that's part of it. And so, you know, the minute you can start to put that in practice, you're going to get more opportunities in a game. That's just how it works. So you don't just walk in and deserve reps. That's not how it works. You're welcome. Right, folks, thank you very yep. much.